sit in my living room. Oh, and we got Kevin on camera. How about that? Oh, as soon as I went live on Twitch, I started to slow down. What happened? Uh, this wasn't a problem last time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Back out of Discord. I know it's gonna screw up the account, the thing, but okay. I'm back. How are you guys doing? I actually had a bunch of browsers open on Discord or on on his computer. Oh no, I, you know, I don't have anything. Like most white people do, where you have like 50 tabs open and you don't know where the music's coming from. No, all I have open is Discord and. And uh, OBS, that's it. Nothing else. So, of course, we got the chat window open on OBS because we are live and worldwide on twitch.tv slash gimmick minute. We're a little bit early compared to what we normally do on a Thursday. So my guess is we probably won't have too many people joining us today. But here we are. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jason. I am joined this week by both Kevin and Michael. We have a lot to talk about. Man, WrestleMania just happened this past weekend, so we're going to talk about that. Then a whole bunch of shit went down. We're going to talk about that. And uh, AEW actually had somewhat of a big announcement that wasn't incredibly underwhelming, but I'm a little worried for him, so we'll definitely talk about that a little bit later hey, as well. Yes, it was. <laughs> Do you guys oh, see the dude. Seinfeld? You see the Seinfeld meme of uh, George going like, you know, because he goes, yes. The whole winking, no. how Tony, how Tony Khan's eyes were. Yeah, I mean his <laughs> eyes were were seriously like just freaking saucers, uh, like they were super big. They weren't bloodshot or anything like that. I think that's just, I think that's just how he is. Like I honestly think that he just doesn't know. He's he's, he's just he's just like on camera socially awkward. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, God, he's just so high that he surpassed the 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 symptoms of a red eye. <laughs> That's the narrative you're going with, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, so I, I guess we'll, we'll, start, we'll start where it all started with, with WrestleMania weekend. I mean, a huge weekend for WWE. I don't know if you guys caught the NXT Stand and Deliver show, but it was it was really good. I mean, they delivered on so many fronts in that. Uh, I think I think one of the highlights was Indy Hartwell winning the Women's Championship in uh, a, a six-person ladder match, but uh, mm-hmm. Dexter Loomis... Uh, Kind of helped make the save to help her win. Did you guess? Yeah, that? he did. He, yeah, he did the, the James Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He put her by, he put I, her up on the shoulders and walked her up the ladder because she couldn't climb up herself. That, that, no, no, that was pretty sweet. Like that, that was awesome. Um, I know jumping, but like the last man standing match was awesome. Yes. Like the the, po- the post, you know, thing. I was almost kind of hoping like Austin Theory was going to come out. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, he, I know he's a heel and stuff or whatever, but, like, it would have been kind of cool if they would have just kind of, like, broke kayfabe a little bit, had him have come him out. But, or just, just come out at the end, like, when they all, like, were hugging and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole fam- family came out, so. Yeah, yeah. that would have been cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that match was good. And, honestly, that probably should have closed the show. I mean, not that Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes was a bad match by any means, but the the Grayson Waller Johnny Gargano when when you have like a you know I guess that's that's WWE's version of a lights out match the the unsanctioned match like I feel like mm-hmm. that really probably should have closed the show but Carmelo yeah, was, Hayes was, getting his crowning moment was was pretty cool so 
Yeah, like I, I was kind of sh- shocked by that because like it made me think of was it and Jesse you would know better was it the takeover when so remember the one when Gargano and Ciampa had their unsanctioned match Correct. and that closed that that closed the show that's when Gargano like did the crossface with the brace yeah. that closed the show right but on that but on that match was when I, or on that card was when um I think then Aleister Black beat Andrade yes. For, yeah. the, for the title, so that was like Alistair Black's kind of crime. So I was kind of thinking like maybe they sh- could have done like that, but yeah. Either way, either way. I mean. Yeah, I mean they kind of went with the closing with the title, and I will say though that the the storyline between Breaker and Hayes building up to the show was better than the Andrade and Alistair one was. Yeah, so that, I, I yeah, will they, give it that that they did go, they did have a strong story going into it. So maybe that that's what kind of went into that a little bit because it had more of a build than the Grayson Waller and Gargano thing did, you know, cause they've basically been kind of quasi building that feud between Hayes and breaker since the, the whole NXT 2.0 days started. Yeah. It basically came That's on at true. the same time. So, yeah, you know, they, but you know, there's a lot more history to it, I guess. I guess that's why they decided to go that route. I even, and I guess even with Gargano and Grayson Waller, there wasn't the history like with him and Ciampa, you know what I mean? Like, that that was like such a build like over a year itself whereas like gargano like it was kind of what a few weeks ago yep, so yep 100 percent, 100 so and then you know then of course we had the hall of fame ceremony which i thought i thought they did really well i like the only four people going into the hall of fame what about you guys like it was a nice show i mean flair got a little weird during his uh great muda induction but outside of that i thought it was really good <laughs> Yeah, apparently they weren't too like super thrilled with him after that. Yeah, that's what I heard. And I I, I try I started listening to his uh, podcast with Conrad yesterday, and they addressed that at the beginning, and they were talking about that, and like Flair's response was basically like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> so I, I feel like every time um, they put a microphone in Ric Flair's hand, they're not happy with the results. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it was the whole thing with talking about Japanese wrestlers or something like that. Like some reason people had problems with that, but like I mean, I yeah, I mean it was a little weird, but Mm -hmm. I mean he was just stating facts. I mean you know Buddha's probably he probably is he's probably one one of if not the greatest Japanese wrestler ever. And the unfortunate thing like for Buddha is that like he was always in NWA WCW and then over in Japan. Like God, you imagine like somebody like him like in the wwe mm-hmm. like he's he's right he's right there like like i would i would have loved to ever like talk about dream matches like muda and like Shawn michaels in their prime mm-hmm. like I, you know take my money oh, right yeah. now <laughs> you know what i mean so like muda in his prime was just with his explosiveness and just his wrestling style was just amazing so Honestly, with, with the muda style he was almost about 10 years too early like, yes. imagine if he was coming to his prime, uh, honestly, as old as he is, about 20 years too early. Because no, if he was no. coming into his prime now with, with all the talent that's oh, out there, my God. Be, I mean. Oh, different story. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, he was the first one, like, in America to do the moonsault. He was, you know, like, he would do that back uh, handspring into the corner. Like, but even, like, when he did his suplexes and when he did his elbow drops and like the like explosion and like how he did it with such fluidity was just like revolutionary for 1989. So, yeah. And I know he always had the face paint going, but I fucking love his masks now. 
the the mask. So he's he, yeah he's yeah those are really cool. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah he he's been doing that as part of Great Buddha for like the last like maybe ten fifteen years. Mm-hmm. But then like when he wrestles as himself as Kijimuto, like he obviously you know does nothing or whatever but yeah the masks are pretty cool like i think he just was like i fuck, fuck the face paint <laughs> right it's, it's too long. all right so then uh you know then then that kind of led into the ray mysterio and i i thought conan did a fantastic job inducting ray mysterio i mean conan his his whole speech i thought was great he was super entertaining and, and he really did raid justice and he kind of buried him at the same time, but then build him up. Like it was, it was really good. And Dom mm-hmm. and, and Rhea, I like how they just got up and walked out. Like that was enough of a subtle, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like that it, it wasn't mm-hmm. something that they're, they're ruining it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you guys see that picture I sent you of all the guys when Trish Stratus walked by? Like, Triple H oh, yeah. like, trying not to look, and, like, Kurt Angle's, like, doing his dumb little face. Well, there was another, there was another, yeah, there was another, uh, what the hell was it? There, I think there was another Seinfeld meme with that, like, get a good look, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, his girl was there with another guy, so, I mean, it was kind of funny because it was, it was, it was him Rhea and then Buddy, but they and never buddy showed said, Buddy on camera, obviously. But yeah, yeah, but there was a picture of the three or whatever, and somebody mm-hmm. like gave him shit, and Buddy's like, "Yeah, well, Leah's still left of me." <laughs> oh, man. That's great. All right, so uh, so then we get into WrestleMania Night One, and man, Night One just uh, honestly probably one of the better night one since wrestlemania has kind of switched to this uh three night format so michael have you gotten a chance to really go back and watch any of this i've watched the parts i wanted to watch okay all right all right so the show opened up with with theory versus austin theory versus john cena which they they announced that going you know ahead of time that that was going to open the show they made a big deal about it and honestly this was it wasn't a terrible match but it was probably the worst match of the night honestly i mean am i wrong in saying yeah. well, especially because the finish like yeah finish yeah like as hell. You, you, but, you, you want you want to fucking put this kid over with john cena that's not the way to do it yeah, yeah. unless, the, unless the, it's john, gonna... john the john cena's entrance was cool with the make wish kids it was yeah. like even even austin theories was pretty sweet like because mm-hmm. that was like when austin theory came out when they did the shot behind him, like that's that was your first shot of seeing the whole ramp and the whole stadium. Like that was so fucking cool. Yeah. Um. But everything, yeah, which yeah, it, it, the match was, it was what it was. It, yeah, it probably was the worst match of the night. But honestly, at the end of the day, it wasn't that bad. Other no, than the wasn't. shitty finish, it wasn't. And, and no. honestly, if if it's gonna lead to a rematch at SummerSlam, then the finish makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, if, it, you know, it, it, it's gonna leave. It's just a credit. It's just a credit to John Cena for a guy who could wrestle once in a blue moon, and he's just so he's just always been so relaxed out there that he's just you know what I mean like he probably doesn't even need the train for a match and he's fine. Yeah. Wow, was that what? shot at the Rock? No, I mean just like no, I'm just like I mean the Rock's like not- I don't have time to train for Mania in, in three months. He never well, said I mean, that. You know, you understand that, right? Like that never came no. from the Rock. That came from sources. That never actually came from the Rock. He never said that at any point in time. Brian Gewertz even like confirmed that he was like, yeah, that Rock that it was never a thing for the Rock. 
<laughs> well, then why is the rock a little bitch and didn't show up? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think there's still time. Um, you know, Kevin, you mentioned the ramp. So I, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to uh, to my brother in law Riley who does listen to the show. We were texting throughout the whole event, and he kept. Like he pointed out that the ramp on the one side that the camera showed, like looked like really bad. Like there was like there was something off with the ramp. Like it just wasn't smooth. There was like a couple parts of it that were like like you know bumpy and not like there was like maybe like parts of it that were kind of chipping away. Or you could see some like stuff coming through it. And he was like, "Man, that ramp looks terrible." And then once he pointed it out to me, I could not unsee it. Like it just kept coming back. In fact, night no. two. The first thing we did was text each other and be like, that ramp still looks like shit. <laughs> He's like, yep. It was, that I didn't notice at all. Like at the top part, of it, like that, man, that was pretty. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was the side. The the, was that hot? Yeah. The, the, the gold so part, high the, up. Side, the side where the gold was, there it was just, mm-hmm. there was a part of that that just looked like terrible. When you, when you saw oh, it, okay. you could not see it after that. Oh, I guess it was oh. one of those things where I wasn't looking at that yeah. part of the ramp. Yeah. I, was, I, was I, looking I never at really it. noticed it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So then, after that, we went into the uh, to the to the 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 spotlight, the four way tag, which honestly ended up being one hell of a match. I mean, it was a spot fest. Don't get me wrong, but it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It probably was what the third best match of the night. Yeah. Like yeah. honestly, like were there only like five matches? No, there was uh, six. 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 Four or five. There's seven night one. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So, and, yeah. you know, just to kind of go with our standing, so I picked Ceno to win the first match. You guys both picked Theory, so you both got points there. So this match was, um, you know, the Viking Raiders, Rick, Ricochet and Strowman, the Street Profits, and then, um, fuck, who's the other tag team in there? Alpha. Alpha. Oh, yeah, Kennedy. yeah, Otis and, and Gable. But, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a fun match. Like, there was a lot of, like, really cool, innovative spots in there, a lot of, like, you know, breakups and things like that, that, that just kind of like came out of nowhere. But I mean, the, the street profits ended up getting the win and Michael was the only one who picked them. So kudos to you for that. Yeah. So, um, anything, was there anything in that match that stood out to you, Kev, that you could think of off the top of your head? I know it's been like uh, five days since we, um, watched the, the, um, uh, the football tackle that was done to Strowman by, uh, Oh yeah. Dawkins. Dawkins fucking Ooh. laid him out. That was amazing. Um, Chad Gable doing the uh, German DeBron. Oh yeah, yeah. And and also the um, the fucking springboard four fifty to the outside that fucking Ricochet did. Yeah. Like I know he's done that before, and he's probably could he probably could do a six thirty out of that, but that was pretty fucking awesome so, so so michael stroman started doing his stroman express thing where he was running around mm-hmm. knocking everybody down and he got to the corner where he was turning to go in front of the announce tables and dawkins came out of nowhere and just decleated him like took him like just i mean leveled him like it was damn <laughs> yeah it was, yeah it was it was like that it act- was like when braun threw the chair at roman it was it was kind of like that oh and roman like, threw the chair at braun yeah or yeah yeah when roman threw the chair at braun yeah it was kind of like that where he just but just took him out, and it was out of nowhere. You didn't even see it coming. Like, no, it was, a fan, it was a fan posted a video. They were right there when that happened. And if you watch, like, I wish I, I'll try to find it, like, close up like that. I mean, he, I mean, he fucking decked the shit out of him. Yeah. It was awesome. But but Strowman, to his credit, sold it, like, a million bucks, too. Yeah. 
Like he took it. Well, so. and then Strowman also took that from Gable too. Like Gable did that roll through German that he does, so like that slow. I saw German. that. Holy, that shit. was yeah. Oh, fuck, man, that was great. And that really yeah. like the crowd I mean, really popped for that. Like that was a big yeah. I, for Gable. I, I, I tell you, I tell you what, they were so so for the first match, but like this match like got them going. So like kudos to all these guys. Like because you kind of figured, oh, this match, yeah, it's gonna be a spot fest, but it's gonna be maybe sloppy or whatever. Was not real sloppy at all. Mm-hmm. Like like every single person in that match did a great job. All right, then correct me if I'm wrong. After that, uh, was it Bray and Dom, or was it the was it the Damage Control versus BLT? Yeah, damage Control, because Ray and Dom was one of the final matches of the night. I thought so I, I, I think it was after Seth and Logan. Yeah, Seth Logan, then Ray Dom, then the tag match. I think is where the final three were. I could be wrong though. Well, no, no, you had uh, Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah, and then you had the miss segment. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll talk about the 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 ladies um the ladies six woman tag match. So you know it that was kind of what it was what it was. Man, Trish like Lita. I don't know what it is with Lita, but it seems like a lot of her athleticism is kind of gone by the wayside for the most part. Like she does not move as smooth as what she used to when she mm-hmm. was when she was younger. Yeah. Trish to me moves better. Like I think Trish well, is better I, I think than the, what she was. Well I think the reason is is Alita probably retired and like went and just chilled. Didn't Trish like start like a whole fitness like thing? Like Oh yeah she's been yeah. like a fitness she's been in fitness so like ever so Trish so. is probably still like actively doing stuff where like Lita was probably like, you know, off yeah. on a beach fucking enjoying her life. Yeah. yeah, true. Good point. I almost feel I almost feel like the wrong people went over in this match. Oh, 100%. Well, if if Bailey is truly done though and damage control is just going to be around, it makes sense. But I don't know. Like it just depends on I guess it depends on what's really going on with Bailey. Like there's been a yeah. lot of rumors that were like her tweet basically meant that maybe she was she was done, you know, for for the time being, maybe she's not. That, that was the only thing I yeah, that's the only thing I heard is that she wanted to go Possibly go to New Japan. <clears throat> and I'll be honest with, with you. With Sasha. I'll be honest with you. Good good for her. Like, I, I, and I'm not saying that to be a dick. Like, I honestly think, like, Bailey to me has gotten to the point right now with her character that it's stale. And maybe that's part mm-hmm. of damage control not really working out. But, I mean, yeah. before her injury, she was one of the hottest heels. And when she came back, she just did not regain that momentum that she had. Yeah. And, and I think. And, and honestly, in the division kind of moved on, right? You know, you got new stars that emerged out of that because that's what happens when somebody gets injured. You know, the next the next person steps up, right? So Bianca stepped up, Rhea stepped up, you know, and Becky came back and, you know, all these other things happened. So when, when Bailey came back, you know, in the role that she did, there just wasn't that spot for her, right? So I, I, th- I think, honestly, maybe if she goes away for a little bit, you know, that will – that, that might help her. Maybe she can revamp her character and come back. You know what I mean? Like you get that comeback story somewhere <clears> down the road. If it's two, three, four, five years from now, you know, same thing with Sasha. She could do, you know what I mean? Like the go off and do something else. That That's the awesome thing about there being so many options right now is that you can go somewhere else and still be a star and maybe make yourself a bigger star. And then if you want to come back to WWE, it's always going to be there. You know, they're not fucking yeah, anywhere. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they have the talent to like outside of wrestling stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. especially, especially Bailey, especially Bailey, like just with her, like, you know, mic skills and whatnot. 
like you know she could have her own fucking talk show or something you know what i mean like like, but, like ding dong hello yeah yeah bring, bring ding dong hello um, to the to the mainstream yeah. did so not to to because we'll talk about them at some point but did you also hear about the fact that drew mcintyre still hasn't like negotiated a new contract yet yeah i, I did heard that. about that so i heard i heard a rumor too he was one of the people possibly like they don't know for sure but he could have been be possibly one of the people that's at the they said someone near you know star is upset about Vince McMahon. Yes, that that would be like asking him for their release, basically. <clears throat> well, and if then there was for his release. Yeah. Well, or maybe one of the guys that's just going to ride out. They said there's yeah. a few that are going to ri- ride, ride out, out and a couple that were considering asking for the release. Yeah, but yeah. I just want to know what Triple H says to, said tonight. That's kind of what I'm at. that's tomorrow night, but or tomorrow night, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm curious too, and and you know, and and we can talk about it a little bit because honestly, like, you know, you guys know my feelings about this whole <laughs> thing. Like, I honestly think it's a it's just a whole lot of bullshit. Maybe there's some truth to some of it, but I mean, I I I just don't. None of us really know, and I don't think well, anybody that's been reporting on it really knows either. And it's it's literally just fucking rumor. The but, the only thing is I've seen fan videos of like if like when the Seth Rollins segment, they literally in commercial break came out and told him that his segment was uh, getting allegedly that was squashed. Um what's his name? Sean Ross Sapp like reported that Seth like was like, Oh no, that it was all just that way. They were just telling me something else. Which could be him, you know, covering it up, but Yeah, I mean the other thing I heard too was that like so Endeavor, whatever people were there Monday night. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like Triple H had something planned, but Vince kind of took over. Mm-hmm. And Endeavor like kind of watched it, and I they they are very well aware of like the problems with Vince running creative. Mm-hmm. So from what I heard was that like they want Triple H to run SmackDown, and they're going to watch him and do SmackDown. And you already see the matches booked for SmackDown tomorrow. You got Sammy versus Jay. You got. Uh, Imperium versus uh, the Brutes. You know what I mean? Like he's they're like very pretty much Triple H book matches and stuff. Because everybody's like, oh, I heard Vince is going to be running SmackDown too. But like you see the matches booked, like they're Triple H book matches. Oh, yeah, compared to like Raw was like over fifty percent promos. Yeah, like. the first hour it was like two minutes of matches. Yeah. <clears throat> that was it. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I think the the biggest concern I have about it is just the fact that in that interview after the the deal with Endeavor was announced, they asked Vince about creative, and he said, "Well, I'm going to be you know in charge of the big choices, but I'm not going to be down in the weeds anymore." And I'm like, "So what you're saying is you get the final say in everything. You're just not going to do any of the work, like that, like co- compared to you know him staying out of creative and just being there for consulting. That's a massive difference." Yeah. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I know we don't try to get off on tangent about this. Like, I understand it's Vince's company and he's the one that started it and all this and that and everything. But there comes a time where it's like, look, look what Triple H has been doing the last eight months. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's taken it to another level. No offense to Vince or anything like that. But there's a time where it's like, okay, hey, if you want to still be around and everything, cool. But, like, yeah. don't, don't sit there and take over and rip up everything. Maybe make a suggestion. If Triple H says fuck you, then he says fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if I he mean, says, I mean, hey, that's a great idea. 
it's almost like he needs to sit back and watch Undertaker's last like seven matches before he finally retired. So that way he can see like, oh, this is what happens when you jump the shark and you don't learn your lesson and, and go away on a high note. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. And and I think uh, you know because because Vince has even said out of his own mouth that he has come around to Triple H's creative and but that was how long ago? It. Not that long ago. It was like right before the whole Endeavor thing hit. So <clears throat> all I know is all I know is Monday was not a Triple H book. Show. Yeah, that was not a Triple H show. But at the same not time, you can say will convince me. So, but at the same time though, they moved the story along with the bloodline. You know, they they kind of started planting seeds to the next chapter they you know they they had the huge turn with with brock at the end which was fucking crazy and you know it it, it is what it is like they I said, had, they, I, they had good moments on monday but overall mm-hmm. show it was not a good yeah, the, show, the show you know what i mean like the, not the like, best show in the world you're right but and, like like no the thing with brock and cody was was great back, yeah was great because you did not expect that yeah mm-hmm. and for, and i saw something today they said they've been playing that for a month like they knew that was going to happen Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I guess looking back on it, we could talk. We don't have to talk about it this week. Maybe we could talk about it next week. As far as like, was that the right thing to do to Cody at WrestleMania? Like, maybe we could think about for a week. Is there somebody else they could have booked in that spot? And then maybe after Roman wins, Cody comes out. Like, you don't even have him come back to the Rumble. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's a surprise return or something. I don't know. No, I, we're getting off that t- tangent I, I, here, but when we get to the Cody and Roman match. We'll talk about it a little bit because I, I got some opinions there. The, the only thing okay. I'll say about the whole the whole thing is what pissed me off about the whole situation was it started with Meltzer and then it started with somebody who made a, a, a made a like wrote something out on an iPhone Notes app that said per fightful and had this whole long list of things and all that shit circulated and got put out there and everybody took it as gospel, and then Sean Ross Sapp actually came out and even said, Fightful has not reported anything like that. So that was bullshit. And then, of course, Meltzer came out and was talking and did a whole interview. Oh, Vince was 100% in charge of everything, and he's back, and he's doing this and this and this. He doesn't fucking know. Like, it's it's all fucking made up and that's what bothers me is that then everybody in the internet wrestling community gets a hold of it and it just creates this whole narrative and that's literally all you hear about and it was just so fucking annoying because i really enjoyed wrestlemania yeah the raw wasn't the greatest raw ever but wrestlemania was fucking awesome and that was just saturday and sunday it's not like that was six months ago that we had a, an amazing WrestleMania, and now things have started to go downhill. It was literally the night before, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like instead of talking about that, and that, and I think that's like what what gets me is that's the narrative of these people. They have a bias, and you know things are going really well for WWE, and of course, you know they want to, you know, with with AEW's announcement that just came up, they want to kind of, you know pull the rug out a little bit to try and make AEW seem more appealing. Like, I don't, it's so fucking dumb to me. Just, you know, report on what happens and give your opinion on it. Like, you don't have to try to stir up shit and cause more problems than anything. You know, for you know, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you say there's a bias, but, like, 
Meltzer and all of them all always report about how unhappy everyone is at AEW and shit. So like that has well, nothing no, to do with the, AEW the, versus the WWE. The bias has to do with with his problems with WWE and the fact that you know because they had a really good weekend in like a you know record setting weekend in an awesome WrestleMania. Well, now we got to put out something negative to get people to be pissed at WWE because we want them to forget about the awesome show and think about the negativity. Like if there's not enough negativity going on, we got to create negativity in order to, to push your narrative. That's the bias. That's what I was talking about with, with the bias. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, I digress. Let's move on. Uh, so Seth and Logan Paul, uh, another really good Logan Paul match. I, I mean, the dude just knocks it out of the park every time. I, I, <laughs> I want to give credit. I want to give credit to Ava because, like, she was actually – that's the only match she watched with me. She called that that was KSI. Really? Yeah, who the I, fuck is KSI? Apparently, so I'm old. That, it, that's his business partner. Oh, okay. It was the guy who like they like hate each other. Yeah. I, I, they probably still hate each other, but they I don't know if they box against each other or whatever. But yeah. like they, but they they went into business together and like they kind of pretty much, I don't know, they own Prime together and whatever else. Yeah, that's what Lily <clears> was so, saying too. That they're that they hate <clears> each other, but they're business partners. Now. So we're watching, and I was like, I bet that. That's got to be somebody. I said, I wonder if it's Jake Paul. And she's like, I bet it's KSI. And then sure enough, they took the mask off. It was KSI. I but sense that, if that was his business partner for Prime, that would be him. Yeah. yeah. But how great was that? Like, how well did they time that spot? It was perfect. With, I mean, all of them. Like, yeah, yeah it was... Seth again onto the just, table so smoothly, and then Logan was spitting in the air, so he didn't see it. Like, it was, it was done beautifully. Yeah. Um. Yeah, good match. I mean, you know, nothing else you can really say, but it's just a hell of a match. You it's, hate it's everything, Seth, but it, it was. Yeah, you, you really do. You hate to fucking give credit to him, but he just he's just so fucking he's 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 got it, and that's the that's the but thing we hate about. But Seth and his entrance, man, like yeah. you know, what I mean, like we're in the. Uh, Did you see the Rian, video Rian. of him showing Becky his his uh, entrance attire? Yeah, so and she was like, "I'm so fucking jealous." So what's funny about that is, you know, my my whole family was actually watching at that point in time, and and Katie was kind of making a, a comment about what he was wearing. My wife Katie, as she was as he was walking down the entrance, so I was like, honestly, I think he and Becky just try out do each other with who can wear the most ridiculous thing like i honestly think that. yeah and then literally mm-hmm. later on that that tiktok came out and i sent it to her i was like see i told you <laughs> how about the homage to jeff jarrett yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like little strappy things he was wearing and... <clears throat> wait when he was came no when he came out he was like is he dressing like Rihanna or what? Like, yeah, I had no from, idea. From, like, normally, you can tell it's usually from a movie or something. Or yeah, a usually, yeah, he does maybe. something very, yeah. You know, like he did, he did like the White Walker Game of Thrones the one year. Like he's 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 always had. But he, just, he did Hand of the King with uh, the Jamie Lannister. Yeah, yep. He's done <laughs> Thanos. He's done. Uh, there was another one. I can't remember what it was now, but there was a there was another one he did that was like very like pop culture. But just the fact that the crowd doing his theme, like yeah. that big of a crowd and that big of an open, like the fact that it was that loud and everything, like you, like I just couldn't imagine like being there, like what that sounded like. Yeah, just, that crowd was I super mean, loud. You could hear them from the beginning, like they and they did not stop. Like it was it was mm-hmm. all through yeah. the night. That was great. Definitely, definitely one of the better WrestleMania crowds yeah. for sure. And then after that, we probably got the match of the weekend: Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. 
holy shit. I mean, like, I, I remember Lily was like, all right, I got to go to bed. I'm tired. Like, I can't stay up. And I was like, you, you sure you don't want to see this match? She's like, I've seen Rhea and Charlotte before. It's fine. And I told her the next day, I was like, you've never seen that Rhea and Charlotte. Like, that was a whole no. different animal. Like, that was it, so freaking <clears throat> Like, in my opinion, like, I give this match, like, six stars. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I the pacing of it was amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it started out, like, kind of whatever, but, like, they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Match. Like, they, I mean, the <clears throat> the back suplex and Charlotte, like, took it on her nose and, like, <clears throat> got a uh, fucking rug burn. Yeah. Um, from, from that, but like, just God, what a hell of a fucking match! Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, probably, probably was the best match of both nights. I don't, I, you know, the one that followed it was really fucking good, and then the, well, yeah, then the then there was a match the the next night that was really good too. So, I mean, I, I don't know, it's a tough. Call. I would say, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, those those three that I know, I'm probably talking about the same. Or probably like yeah. one one A and one B. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, tremendous. Did you, did you get a chance to watch this one, Michael? I know this wasn't one that was high on your list. Like the, no. honestly, man. If oh you, my god, please go back. If you were to it. go back and watch one match, it would be that one. Like I, yes. I, I would recommend it. It was it was fantastic. Um, yeah, like I say, it starts out kind of, you know, whatever. But I'm telling you, the last what you say, Jason, like 10, 15 minutes of it. Yeah, we're just fucking. I mean, brutal. Like, there, there's certain. I, see, matches. I was on the same page as uh, Jason's kid. I was like, I've seen this. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, God, I mean, maybe, <clears throat> definitely, probably one of like the greatest women's matches, if not the greatest women's match ever. Wow. It, it in my opinion, in, in it, my opinion, it was so good that you forgot you were watching two women wrestle. I, I'm telling you right now. It, in my opinion, it might be even top, like top five, at least top ten greatest WrestleMania matches ever. Wow! Yeah, it absolutely. Was, like, yeah. Weird. The only other women's match to me is still like sentimental. Me is Sasha and Bailey from Takeover, I but outside of that, that <laughs> yeah. But outside, I I think this is better than that. Yeah. <clears throat> so then we got yeah. the moment of the weekend. And that was the tag match between KO and Sammy versus the Usos. And man, talk about another seven, six, seven star match on a scale of one to five. I mean, yeah, these guys brought it, and the, the just the ending, how they ended it, how they closed the match out was just so freaking perfect. It, it, I mean, it was goosebumps. Uh, I, I literally. I, I know I told you, Jason, <clears throat> I went back and I rewatched the women's match the next day again. And then I went back and watched it like this match, like <clears throat> me, like I almost had like, I had like almost like t- tears, tears in my eyes. Yeah, seriously. Like just the emotion of this match and like the chills from this match. I mean, you, you need to think like, okay, you knew this match is going to be good, but like to, to follow <laughs> Charlotte and Rhea. Right. Yeah. With this shit. And that last visual of Sammy when he gave the third Hulula kick. Mm-hmm. Fucking and I and I'm gonna probably agree with Jason probably saying this is a, this was probably a better match because storytelling. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's the the emotion of it was was motion. You know, like mm-hmm. Rhea and Charlotte had a good story mm-hmm. going into it, but it was never not on the level of of, of this one. Like you no. felt everything that happened in this match. Like it's like, it, for it. If WrestleMania was a one night card, like this this would have been the main event for me. Yeah. Like no offense to Cody and Roman, but like there was more story here, <clears throat> just because of Sammy and KO, because they've been dealing with the bloodline for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Since 2020, <laughs> so since getting uh, Roman accidentally locked to a uh, yeah. to, to steel beam for 15 minutes, yes, yes, since the Thunderdome, yep, yep. But just absolutely, and there were so many times, like when I don't know if it was a Jay or Jimmy kicked out of the stunner, and I thought that was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he kicked out of that, I was like, <laughs> I'm literally here. Like watch it by myself. I'm looking at my TV. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Yeah. And and then when the Usos when he kicked out of the one D, mm, yeah, yeah. I, I was, thought that was it. Like that was one of the most protected fucking moves in, in WWE. And yeah. the fact that he kicked out of that, I was like, damn. Michael I'm Cole's here, response I'm... to that was fucking yeah. awesome. Like they they mm-hmm. showed um they showed the actual camera view of the camera that was on him when he did that because he was standing up because the table yeah. was broke. That was that was really cool. Yeah. Like, I wanted them to go another 20 minutes. I did not want that fucking match to end. Like, I don't care. Kick out of everybody's finisher 40 more times. <laughs> I don't care. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, it was just amazing. Like, I want to see him to give him 20 more Huluba kicks. You <laughs> know what it was I mean? an AEW pay-per-view, he would have. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then he would have won with a roll-up. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, just, I mean, you're talking about all-time WrestleMania, like, Definitely probably, I mean, up there as far as best tag team matches in WrestleMania history. First ever tag team title main event. First tag team main event since the first one. Um, just everything. Just <clears throat> the entrance. How about fucking KO and Sammy's entrance? Yeah. KO's sitting there waiting on Sammy, and when everybody says, let's go, you see KO going. Oh, shit. Speaking of entrances, we skipped a match, but go ahead. We'll finish this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when Sammy came out, like, I'm, again, I'm sitting here and Sammy came out, like, I, I almost fucking jumped up. I was like, I'm ready to fucking go. Like, I have not been like that, like that for a match in a long time. Sorry, but I just no, but that, can't get over that. That's what great storytelling does. That's a little bit what I was talking about last week is that, you know, when, when when wrestling is good, there's nothing better. And this is an example, of, or I mean, this is an example of great, you know, because I, I don't know if I've been this invested in a story since the mega powers exploded. Like, I mean, it is, a, or I mean, maybe Austin McMahon, but like, this is an amazing storytelling both in ring and outside the ring and you just can't beat it like the whole thing no. and i still want to know where it's going to go from here because now it looks like the usos might be on the outs and you know maybe a little bit of what sammy was saying is coming to fruition and i don't know man like it's there's so much meat still left on this bone like i, I can't wait let's just in the end of the day can we just hope that we get rid of the blueberry and the uh for roll-up tag titles. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing. Did you notice on Raw, Rhea kind of had a thing with Bianca? So it looks like maybe they're going to combine the women's titles too. So this so I heard they they might like build towards actually like I've heard SummerSlam or even Mania next year. Those two. Okay. I kind of SummerSlam. I don't yeah, want to wait that long from the Unify him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but 
but there you go. So if they unify the women's, then they're not splitting up the men's titles. You know what I mean? So mm. maybe they finally get some some new some new titles. I, I would. Listen, I, the only I would one I like is the them. U.S. Everything else can change. Yeah. Well, well, they're kind of good change. Well, I know. I said the only one him. I like yeah, is the U.S. Oh. Everything else can go away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I like the, tag um, t- the women's tag titles. Oh, yeah. The women's yeah. tag titles are fine. Yeah, but they're I, listen, not, I'm, they're I'm, not split. I'm fine, I'm fine with them combining the tag titles. I'm fine with them combining the women's titles. I'm not opposed to them having a WWE title and then bringing back the World Heavyweight title. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with I that. I don't like that just because I feel like there's always one that feels lesser. And yeah. I think that's a problem. I do, too. I agree with Michael on that. There's always champion A, champion B, and I feel like that's a problem. You need yeah, that's true. Because when, when Triple H was world heavyweight champion, that was a more important title. But then, like when he when he wasn't world champion, like it went over the SmackDown, and what, mm-hmm. and then Cena was WWE champion. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so yeah, so, so the one we skipped was 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 an, uh, also another awesome story, and that was yeah. that was Ray and Dom, and man, so Dominic's entrance. I love it, dude. He's so fucking good. I love it. It was so fucking good. Other than the fact that they accidentally showed an Auschwitz clip in it, and it pissed a lot of people off. Did you guys see that? No, apparently I missed that. So during the entrance, and they might have edited out of it before you watched it, but during the entrance, they showed a bunch of clips of like different prison yards, and apparently one of them was Auschwitz. And then a oh whole my bunch God. Of, like that got the Jewish community. Did they not like, learn their like, lesson over the Gunther fucking shit? Uh, Jesus evident- Christ! Evidently not. So. They clearly have oh some my. sort of white supremacist working in their editing department that they need <laughs> yes. to beat out yeah. because. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah. okay. So anyway, so I you know I think nevertheless that was fucking. <laughs> but yeah, the fucking little intro of him coming out of his cell and. And then, like, getting in the van and the van pulling up and him getting out of it. Like, all of a sudden, he's in jail again or something. Like, yeah, like, he had to go back. He was on house oh arrest this entire time. He'd been, yeah. uh, so he, he, he was out on parole, and he broke yeah. his parole. Yeah. So, uh, real oh, quick, okay. um, Mr. Uh, Ghost Cross, that's uh, Ghost like Casper Cross like Jesus, thank you for chiming in on the chat. I know the Twitter notification just went out a couple of minutes ago because I just put it out a couple of minutes ago. Typically, we go live <laughs> at 10, so I was trying to be consistent of when we go live, not when we actually started the show because we started early. Now, I admit I should have sent it out earlier, too, but that, yeah, was, that, was, that was done by me, so th- thank you, yeah. though, for pointing that out. I appreciate it. <laughs> what do you meant to say with you, fucking Mark? <laughs> No, that, that's that's Jake from our uh, Mike Michael's. Cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fanboy fight club, Jake. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, so and then, it, it, what he, he what he said about John Cena in the chat, I went, I, I had no idea what that was, and I went and looked at it. I could I couldn't see it after that. Go back in our chat. What Jake said about John Cena, he looked like somebody. Oh yeah, that that's been a thing for a while though. Yeah, Ernest, oh. yeah, I, that, that was an old yeah. Or the Ernest thing has been a fucking joke for oh, like years. Because he he, I, can, I, he can easily play like Ernest in a in a bio yeah. Like after Cena kind of like cooled off in a movie and like started doing movies more and more. Like people were like, oh, oh my god, he he looks just, just like Ernest. Just, it's the hair. I just never... It's the once he okay. grew out his hair. If if he shaved mm-hmm. his head back down, he he doesn't look so much like him. It's, it's yeah. the, the longer hair. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I just had to go look, and I was like, I can't see this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. 
All right, so anyway, yeah, so Dom's entrance was just absolutely amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. And then Ray's entrance was great, too, coming in the... the, I I have a problem with Ray's entrance. All right, why? I felt it just was too, like, I didn't like the fact that they jumped between songs so quickly. We went from a, a random Snoop song to Eddie's theme. I mean, that was not a to then almost instantly. I mean, you know what I mean. Um, to to then it just like back to Ray's theme within a matter of seconds. Like I feel like he should just come out to Viva La Rasa, and that should have been it. It shouldn't have gone back to to, to his music. Like it just it felt too choppy. Yeah, no, it it, it was a little weird, but well, it didn't bother me so much though. That was kind of like, I mean, I know we'll get to that match, but like the next night when Edge came out to Slayer. Yeah. And then and then they cut to his. Like, he should have just been the Slayer. Yeah, it night. should have just been. Yeah, I hated the fact that he went back to Metalingus midway through his fucking entrance and like got rid of all of his, his yeah. weird gimp mask and his wings and I, shit. And I know and like, we'll get to that, but when, when I heard fucking Slayer playing, um, man, that was fucking awesome. Anyway, so. I think uh, Jake was talking about John Cena. He said it just gets more apparent the older he gets and how he talks to, to kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Fair. Um, yeah, so, but the, the Ray and Don match was awesome. I mean, it, like, I, I was kind of surprised Ray won, even though, like, I, I picked him to win. But, um, you know, it, it, it was still a really good back-and-forth match, man. Ray still has it. And Dominic, man, he's come a long way. I mean, a long Yeah, way. nothing to difference from the Thunderdome. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, I mean, he's he's young. I mean, he's in his early twenties, so it's it's you know he's gonna grow and get better and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. his character work has 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 grown by leaps and bounds, and his his uh, and and honestly, his in ring work has gotten a lot better. And honestly, he's really filled out a lot more too. So he could probably start wearing stop wearing that dumb. I don't know what the chest protector like D'Lo Brown get up that he wears. I, I, like, I feel like he wears it because Ray. That's what Ray wore way back in the day. Did he? I don't know. Yeah, yeah like way long, long time ago, like yeah. in WCW, he he'd wear like the vest and stuff sometimes. Yeah, but you know, now that he's more developed, I think he could probably get away with not wearing that so much or switch something. More developed? He was fucking twenty. What do you mean more developed? No, you mean he just like started exercising bones. more? It's not like he fucking hit he... puberty, Jason. He was, was an skin, adult. He was skin and bones when he first started with WWE. <laughs> like he's actually a little thicker. Yeah, now. it just he means he worked. He worked out. It doesn't mean that he developed. He's not like well, fucking like he grew tits or something. He's filled out. That's that's the term. Filled out more. Like the fact that we're. On on something, I won't go there. But there's so many ways I could go. <laughs> you, said I mean, you, can, you can say the th- same thing from jung- like Jungle Boy and AEW. Like he is a lot more he, like filled out. He muscular. worked out and got buff. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Dom is to the point now where but I don't think he needs. But the that way you said his... it made it sound like he hit puberty and he finally uh, right. fucking well, filled mis- out. Like I said it then my fault. But <laughs> the way he's really filled out over these past few years. Like he's yeah. a fucking teenager who like went from the scrawny kid on the baseball team to now he actually is like looks like everyone else i mean it's kind of kind of is what happened though i really though right yeah but one of those is out of your control the other one is 
But I mean, some of that just comes with getting older in age, though. Like you, your your body. Well, changes. yeah, you get fatter when you get old. But like he he there was a difference. <laughs> he went to the gym and worked out. He didn't just fucking eat Oreos and all, suddenly fill out I'm his vest a little Dom better. Dom doesn't need the vest anymore. He can, he he probably could rock no shirt and be okay. <laughs> we don't know that. Maybe he's maybe he's like you know Shield Roman where maybe, he maybe, like didn't work out the abs. I'll tell you what. Maybe I wouldn't give a shit so much. Like it wouldn't bother me so much if it didn't have that dumb like DM on the back. Like I I don't know something about the aesthetic of the, the 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 shirt or the vest that he wears just bothers me it's just I, he's I don't a know. dungeon it master sit. it just looks weird i don't know, I don't know. uh anyway i'm right. still here i just have to go i'm still here i just have to go on camera for a second okay nice. so, so we got dom filling out and now he's got to go fucking take his <laughs> yeah. pants off all right yeah. so night, i gotta go i gotta go fill out something night, night one picks <laughs> so uh you guys both pick theory i pick cena uh, in the in the women's match, uh, both Michael and I picked Rhea. Kevin picked Charlotte. We all picked KO and Sammy. We all picked BLT. We all picked Seth. I picked Ray, and then Michael, you picked the Prophet. So you only missed one night. One I missed two. So then moving on to and Kevin missed a bunch from the yeah, sounds. Kevin of it. missed three. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> So then we move on to night night two, where Kevin did even worse. Uh, so. Night Ooh. two, there's only three, four, five. There's six matches night two. So night two opened up with Brock and Omos, which honestly, not a bad match. Like it was what Yeah, it was. I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I, I'm not gonna lie, I watched that just out of curiosity. Okay. So I was like, I, okay. I gotta know. I'm like, I gotta know. You see, Omos did have some athletic ability. He does move a little bit better than what, what he had been. And fucking Brock getting him up for that five though was it was even though you know Brock short, sold for him like like incredibly oh yeah he did Brock Brock made him look like a million bucks and even when beating him but I will say I feel like that though is a little detrimental to then Monday after Raw because I don't know if it's if it makes it believable that Cody Rhodes can beat Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar just fucking got his ass reamed by a giant man. And then, like, barely beat him afterwards, but still beat him. Yeah. Like, it's a little hard to believe that this tiny white boy is going to do anything. <laughs> Unless they have Cody go against Al- o- Omos at some point in the buildup and him and beat him. I mean, that would be a fucking hell of a interesting direction. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, it would be, but, I mean, that would be a way to do it. I just dropped my microphone. Sorry. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Uh, off, off to the races here on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, but 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 it was still impressive as hell when Brock got him up for that five. I mean, it really, it it really was. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, you knew it was going to happen, but it was still it was still pretty crazy. Then after that, we had the uh, the women's. Um, showcase match where you had um ronda and uh ronda and Shayna, you had natty and shotzi you had uh sonia deville and chelsea green and then there's another team i'm missing who's the fourth team raquel and Raul, raquel and live right yeah raquel and live and of course Shayna and ronda got the match like this match wasn't yeah. that great it had a couple of moments it did a couple of spots but it wasn't that great no, it was like they were like not in the match like at all, and then all of a sudden they won. <laughs> That's basically how it was. Yeah, it's almost like there's something wrong with one or both of them where they they were being. Well, we're, I think I, I think I think Ronda's hurt. 
Ronda. Yeah, last I heard, Ronda still had like an, something wrong with her arm or shoulder or something like that. Mm. I don't know, is Shayna too? Because Shayna looked like she got hurt a couple of weeks ago, but I don't know. Yeah, they could both be banged up, possibly. All right, now I'm trying to think of what match came next on that night. Was it was it Edge and Finn, or was it uh, was it was it Sheamus and the? I, I think it was Sheamus. Yeah, yeah. Sheamus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a little li- literal mic drop, Jake. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, I mean, this is the other one that I said was a five-star match. Michael, did you go back and watch this one? I watched bits and pieces of it. I wasn't super in- interested, so I just kind of, like, skimmed <sighs> through it. Well, you got to watch this match. This was a match through. of night. This was probably the match of night, too. Like, dude, these three guys kicked the living shit out of each other for about 20 minutes. I mean, it was one of the most brutal. Like, Sheamus and Gunther had a really brutal match. But then you throw McIntyre in, who's not afraid to, to to pull any punches, and it was even more fucking brutal than than the, the than the match that Gunther and Sheamus had. Like these guys, when Sheamus when Sheamus did the pounding on McIntyre and got to like what twenty nine and a half or something, yeah, like that, the beats of the Bowery. Which, yeah. Oh my god! Like, and then he and then yeah. and then uh, McIntyre slid down, and Sheamus caught him in the face with the last. One. Yeah. <laughs> and there was yeah, a like, time where. They, um, what was it? Um, did McIntyre had Gunther in it, and he was hitting him, and then Sheamus was hitting him in the chest. So like one was on one side of the apron, and the other one was on the other. So the one would club him, and then the other one would chop him. So they were just one after another. Like <laughs> it mm-hmm. was, it was brutal, man. Yeah, absolutely amazing. All their chests were bright red. Like it was. I mean, it was. Uh, I I I know I know I. Well, did we all pick Sheamus? Uh, we all picked Sheamus, yeah. But I am kind of glad Gunther went over, though. Me too. Yeah, I'm shocked, honestly, but I'm Same. glad. Same. Yeah. That's what should have happened. Yeah, without a doubt. I am saying. And then we got the hell. There was a photo. Well, real quick, did you guys see the photo of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre as they came out through Gorilla? They were they both were, like, sitting on, like, those steps or whatever, and they were just both, like, fucking laid back. And like, I don't know if McIntyre posted it or whatever he said. I think we're ready for a few pints. They were just sitting there like fucking just like exhausted and like yeah. fucking beat red from getting their asses kicked. It was amazing. No, I haven't seen that. I have to see it though. That was man. That that was that was one of the, probably the most fun matches to watch. I mean, it it was start to finish just complete brutality, and it was it was great. Yeah, that match. The women's match and then the tag match are the if you're gonna go back and watch the matches. Yeah. Uh and then we got the Hell in the Cell match with Edge and Finn Balor, which you got the demon coming into to hell to to fight the devil. Uh man, the the whole brood edge thing was cool until it wasn't. And then there was, you know, a lot of rumors of Gangrail and Christian being a part of it and that none of that happened. Like I, the only yep. thing it was, well, the, the back of his jacket he had them on. He did have the back them of on his the jacket, back of the jacket. Yeah. yeah, that was that was about yeah. it. and on his side of his pants that's, too. Yeah, yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> yeah, that is that is all we got. Their, their well, that was a huge was, bag of disappointment. Their, their <laughs> likeness was a part of it. Honestly, like so when when Finn got busted open, I honestly thought that that was a planned spot for the cage to open up, and I thought Judgment Day. Maybe Dom and, and Priest would come in, and then then maybe we would get the Brood coming up 
you know, Christian and Gangrel to help him. But then that didn't happen. And then when you see Finn's head and you're like, oh, never mind. They had to stop it because dude well, had a 12-inch gash in his head. <laughs> well, I mean, right before, like, right before they took him off to the side, like, you saw, like, the blood, like, squirting Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah, dripping it was everywhere. Yeah. Head, yeah. But, but they, but somebody had, like, what they didn't show you. Like, they were, like, they were actually stitching him up. Like, it wasn't just, like... Hey, let's put some something oh, on there. Yeah, they, they, were, they, were, they were they were there with a needle and thread, yeah. getting them back together again. Fucking insane. And Edge did wow. his best to try to like keep things going while that was happening, and it it did kill the momentum of the match. But once they got going again, the but last like ten minutes of action, yeah, good. yes. And, and once Finn was back in, like they fucking picked it up, and it was hell I, ending. I do feel like like the rumors that it. it went short because of that i wouldn't surprise me though because it did feel like there was more that was probably planned and i don't know if it necessarily went short but they probably cut some things out because that was like a whole five or six minutes of nothing that they probably had things planned that they probably cut out you know to to yeah so if you cut that five or six minutes and they they might have cut maybe another five minutes like so they probably should have there probably should have been 10 more minutes of action yeah Mm -hmm. so but still i mean fuck man yeah but after yeah when you saw finn's head the next day or whatever yeah it was it was was that night he fucking posted the picture yeah Yeah. that was fuck i mean and i love love the caption though ah it's just a flesh wound (laughs) 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 Uh, Uh, and then the demon loses again yeah yeah but it's a heel demon so it's a little different i guess but I don't care. Like the fucking the treatment of the demon character on the main roster. Like, don't fucking bring it back if you're just gonna have it fucking lose again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm just shocked he didn't get like if if like you know he should be being built up more than anything. Yeah. Like, like Edge had nothing to gain there. There was no. no reason for Edge to win that match. Yeah. Because there's this 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 rivalry needs to end so they can move on. Well, and it did. Both and that did sides. close out the rivalry. It's o- it's over now. Yeah, but it closed out in the wrong way. Like yeah. you're 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 fucking putting over the guy who's retiring in six months in Canada instead of the fucking guy who's one of the future stars of the company. Yeah. yeah. Ghost cross. Just give me give me goofy ass vampire shit in WWE. Just goofy anything, mythical ninjas or wizards or whatever. They've had all that in WWE, Jake. You just have to be watching. Like it's. <laughs> hey, I mean, you should go back and watch Kevin Nash as uh, the Wizard of Oz. Remember during the pandemic yeah. era when they had ninjas with the Street Prophets and the Viking Raiders? Oh my God! Oh, and then God. fucking Akira Zawa <laughs> yeah. during the twenty four seven title run was a yeah. a ninja. Yeah, and then you had you know Teabag and yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and, and Slapdick. Slapdick. <laughs> and yes, and yes, Ghost Cross, They did. They did. I don't know if they stapled him in the ring, but they stapled him after the match. But they sewed him up and they glued it in the ring to stop the bleeding because it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't. If, if you go to Finn Balor's Twitter or Instagram, like you'll see the gash on his head. Like it, it is probably about. Uh, it's it's probably it's like, about it's, five it's or good, six like four inches. inches. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That it's long, like, that long, and about that wide. Yeah, yeah, and it's deep. It's probably like. It, I mean, you, you can't see his skull, but it's probably close. Like it's it's really yeah. deep. Also, if you want to see some fucking spooky shit, go watch anything with Bray Wyatt as the fiend from before he came back. Yeah. Yep. Very true. That that with uh, the Firefly Funhouses, like it's fucking great. Yeah. Oh, I miss Bray. Hopefully, he comes back again soon. I miss good Bray. 
No, they don't really miss the current Bray. Like, I'm kind of happy that the, the, the Lashley and Bray match didn't happen, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he said he liked the smoke grenades with Finn's entrance with the demon. He had the, the smoke grenades that he was... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was a little cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what is he, a fucking, like, flag person in the in the marching band in his yeah, high like, school? Like, wah. He's like, wah, wah. <laughs> Oh, like, what the fuck is going but, on here? But they had the old school Finn, you know what yeah, I mean? With the lights the music, up. Having his actual music yep. was, yeah. was a nice touch. And that at least, was cool. And at least he didn't, like, hump the ground with a heartbeat this time. Remember the I mean, I miss it when he'd hump the when he'd hump the ground. Remember the extreme rules for match with Roman? When the heartbeat started happening, he would, like, hump the ground. Like, that was a little weird, but anyway. Uh... Then after that, we got the Oscar. the blood pumping. <laughs> we got the Asuka versus Bianca Belair match. This wasn't as good Another as disappointment. I thought it would be, but it was still a really good match. I think maybe Another this... match that didn't end the way it should have, though. Yeah. The, the, uh, Bianca's entrance, like, one of the best WrestleMania entrances ever. And, like, yeah, especially awesome. when, you hear, when, you, when you hear the backstory yeah. about the girl who lost her mother that morning. Yeah. The one that was the contortionist or whatever. Like, I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, see, Triple H. Do you see the entrance, Michael? Yeah, with all the the like yeah. the young girls that were doing the hair. Yeah, so the little so Triple one, H had the the little one that crawled back between her that like crawled back between her legs and like actually danced down the ramp ramp with Bianca. That's that's who he's talking about. She she found out that morning that her mom died. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and Triple H like brought it up in the press conference and he like started getting pretty emotional about it so um because they talked to her like she still wanted to do it and stuff or whatever you know but um but yeah it was a hell of an entrance and Bianca kind of gave her that moment and you know wanted her to be the one to walk out with her and stuff like that yeah um but um but yeah so I'll, I'll say I'll say for Bianca though I mean She's been a champ for a year now, you know what I mean? Like, which is crazy to think, and she's still and, pretty damn over. And I'll be honest with you, Michael. I know you're you're pissed that Oscar lost, but you know, to me, like Oscar is is gonna be there no matter what. Like, she's the consummate, like, amazing. You know, I mean, she's she she's always gonna be there. She's kind of the she's almost kind of like a utility at this point. But she's a veteran, right? And you know you can count on an amazing match from Asuka. But if the overall goal is Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair to unify the titles, you have to keep the title on Bianca. So that ending makes sense knowing that that's where they're going to go with it. If they go that direction. We don't know. They teased it. They tease a lot of things that don't come true. Yeah, true, but you know who knows what's going to happen between now and whenever they decide to do that match. But I, I think that's that's where they're going with it, and that's why they went that direction. So I, I think that's you know, yeah, you know, I, and I and I get it. Like, okay, yeah, Bianca. Or, I, I'm uh, I'm Oscar fine with you. I'm fine with either one. You know, what I mean, if it was Oscar or Bianca versus Rio, I, I guess I'm fine with either one. I just I just think it was dumb to bring back the New Japan persona for Oscar just to have her fucking. Like, lose lose again <laughs> yeah lose again plus job out to fucking carmella who shouldn't have even a fucking snowball's chance she against never her jobbed out to carmella she had a match of carmella fucking couple weeks before mania and lost no she did jason yes she did when did that happen because i even went back and it was it like up. three that, that it was never, like three or four weeks ago she didn't lose the match she won they had no, a match oscar won it 
Maybe, maybe I'm, you know what it is? I think it was because Carmella fucking owned her ass most of the match. That That's why I think Carmella won. Subconsciously, Michael thought that she won. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> so I just assumed that she won the match because Asuka fucking yeah. gave it was, it was Carmella a, offense was, in a match. It's like a, it's like the U.S. champion losing a non-title match. <laughs> I don't know. And, 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 you know, the, the whole win-loss record at WrestleMania, like, I'm just looking up some of these. Triple H has lost 13 times at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but he's also fucking been there for 20-something of them. Shawn Michaels has lost 11 times at WrestleMania. Chris Jericho has lost nine. Randy Orton has lost nine. Like, these are all guys that are, you know, at the top. But how many many times did they win, Jason? You're leaving out the important part. How many world titles has Triple H won us? Triple H, he's only won one at WrestleMania. Uh, well, he no, he successfully defended one against he defended Orton. one, yeah. But out of his win loss record, though, he has thirteen losses. I think he's only has maybe five wins or something like that. He doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of wins at WrestleMania. Well, he's, he, he successfully he successfully defended at sixteen. Okay. No, I know he. Uh, yeah, no, no, I know I know he has a lot of losses. I'm just trying to think of all like his wins and stuff, but like. He won the title at 18. He successfully defended at 19. Um, he lost 20, 21, 22, uh, 24. He lost 25. He successfully defended, and then yeah, he lost to Taker back to back years. So I just went back and I skimmed through the Oscar and Carmella match, and while Oscar did win, every time I'd skim, <laughs> Carmella was in control of the match. So like. <laughs> Watch yeah, but I skip. But it's an eight. I, it's an eight-minute match, and I fucking every time I click on the timeline, which was like ten different times, Carmella was in control of the match. Okay. So join, like, join, join, join us tomorrow night for a bonus watch along of the Oscar <laughs> Carmella match. I'm just saying, Carmella should have been a squash. And although, for although you can't Oscar tell me won. otherwise, Jason. Although Oscar you won, cannot defend that, that choice. Prove to you that Carmella won. But I mean, if, have, if it was if it was like boxing those points, you, Carmella won. You also have Carmella <laughs> coming back off an injury, and you're trying to build her up. I don't give a, a shit. Carmella's yeah. a fucking jobber. She is not. She's a former champion. She's, there's a lot of former champions who are jobbers. Carmella, dude. Anyway, and, and, and Jake, I get what you're saying with the unifying titles, but but honestly, they have way they they have way too many champions, and we and we talked earlier about when you have two world champions, one of them always feels less than. And I, and I think that that's part oh, of the Oh, man. Jake, you're one comment away from Jason calling you a fucking mark. I'm I just guess. telling you. <laughs> you, better, you better keep your tweets to yourself there, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, you're right. I, I mean, I, I think a lot of people thought Asuka should have won. So, I, 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 you know, you won't get disagreement from a lot of people on that. Um, anyway, back back to it. We're running, we're running out of an hour. All right. So then we're going to then we get to the main event. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. This had a big fight feel through the entire thing. The match was was a good match. I mean, they, there was a lot of you know kickouts. There was a lot of as they would as Pat Patterson would say, Gaga. You know, with the interference and stuff like that. Roman definitely got the win, but it was not a clean win. So the story is not over. Um, you know, it, they didn't give Cody that big WrestleMania spot, but I would argue that. This was more of a test to see if he could handle that spotlight and the next time he has that chance. Because he knocked this one out of the park, the next time he has that chance will be his moment. To me, that's that's how I felt with this. That's how I even felt going into it. I picked Cody to win because I kind of fell into that, you know, 
this is the time sort of thing. But but kind of looking back on retrospect, like I, you know, kind of with the benefit of hindsight, okay, maybe it wasn't his moment, you know. But 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 the next time he's in that position, it'll be his moment. You know, what I'm most upset about is that for the first time since September 2020, I didn't say Roman must pose. And he fucking posed. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Pose. I mean, it wouldn't have saved you anyway, so it wouldn't matter. No, it no I matter. know, but still, but still, it would have mattered. For um, me. I would have. I, I am glad that if 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 Cody didn't win, that they did do the the smosh finish. I am sad he didn't win because I do feel like it was like the it was one of those things like you know strike while the iron's hot, and that was like the perfect moment, and it it feels a little missed, but I think eventually he'll get it. I just wish this would have been the time. But but think about it, though, in the past three months, they created that moment with McIntyre. Well, I guess you have to go back a little further than that, but they created that moment with McIntyre in Cardiff. They created that moment with Sammy in Montreal, and then they created that moment with Cody in at Mania. So they'll be able to create that moment again. Like I'm not worried about that. Like they're, they're we're we're going when it happens. I'm not saying, it's, it's but gonna, I feel like it's not going to be as special. I think it will it's be. It's like though. just because you lost your virginity doesn't mean the second time is going to be just as special as the first, Jason. Jesus. Well, the second time is going to be better I, I, than the first because when you lost your virginity, you probably popped in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, the second time, I imagine your endurance went that much higher. Second time. Depends on. Anyway. Depends on. <laughs> um, <laughs> second time. Um, you have two kids. It was at least twice. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Third, third um, time. <laughs> so. And that's why I think I was back and forth on this match. Like, I guess at the moment I was, yes, I was kind of upset that Cody didn't win. But then when I thought about it more, I'm not that upset that Roman won. Um, because I do agree with Jason that I think that that moment can be built again. Because now with Roman beating Cody, so let's face it, Cody's probably gave him the biggest challenge in his reign. Without a doubt, yeah. Well, so now Seth, Seth could I make think... that argument too, though, because he never beat Seth. He had to get disqualified to keep his title against Seth. So yeah. there, there's a story I mean, there too. Mo- most of Roman's wins, honestly, have been tainted anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking now, like, now it's going to be a matter of when Roman does lose, we're not going to fucking know that it's going to hit us so unexpectedly that we're going to be like, holy shit. Yeah. So I, I think the question is who, who, who at this point, I think it's still, I think it could still be Cody. I think it's just going to take another year to build it. Like, you know, let, let, let's say it's going to be, let's say that's it's going to be a bold choice. Let's say it's going to be rocket Roman, rock and Roman at SummerSlam. Maybe that's what that, maybe that's when we get the rock, right? It's, it's SummerSlam with Roman. And then Cody finds another way to, to build himself back to that because he's got to go through Brock Lesnar. He's, he's going to be tested all year long because one, they want to make sure his body holds up because the last time they put him in a big yeah, spot, he like did his, pull his, titty. His, his pec went out, right? Because somebody else. Somebody had tweeted out something like, oh, way to ruin a year-long build. This was not a year-long build. He was out nine months. It was like months. three months. He was yeah, gone. Yeah, this was a, <laughs> like, a three-month build. Like, th- th- he didn't have that year storyline for because for nine months out of that year, he was gone. So yeah, you know now we're gonna, now he's going to have that year that that uh, that year to build up and 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 have that you know he'll, 
have that moment at next year's WrestleMania in Philly, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Cause that Philly crowd would be hot for anything, like anything that they do. But I don't know. Like, or maybe it could be somebody else. Maybe it's Seth because Seth, like, and I don't know if this is a lot of, this is a shoot or if it's, or if it, or if it's a little bit of a work, but Seth was pissed that Cody was in that spot. Because Seth thinks mm-hmm. he deserves to be in that spot. And even Becky took up for Seth in interviews and said, kind of, you know, said some of the same thing. Like, yeah, okay, Cody's in that spot. I don't think he's ready for it. You know, my husband should be in that spot. Like, they, like so, so, real, so real quick, would you guys have liked it better if Seth came out to be Cody's partner and then he attacked Cody? Uh, no. no, because Turn I saw that coming. The, the the Brock thing I didn't see coming. Yeah, Brock okay. I didn't see coming because Brock Brock's petty and would want to do it to fuck with Roman. Um, okay. Seth, I would have seen the double cross from a mile away. Plus, I don't want to see Seth Cody anymore. I, we had it like four times. I'm good. But what if it's a triple threat match next year at Mania with Seth Cody and Roman? No, I, I, I want I want Cody to win it one on one. Yeah, I feel like it needs to be like Roman that. Won't get yeah, Roman will get. They'll do something. He won't get pinned. And yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want there any bullshit. I want fucking Cody to get that like moment. Okay. All right. So, I still think. I still think Cody's gonna probably end up winning Money in the Bank. Maybe even Austin Theory. I can see winning Money in the Bank again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like Jay, like Jason said before, I could see Jay fucking winning Money in the Bank. I honestly could see somebody like Jay. Or solo, taking the title. For I would, it. I would love it if it was Jay. If they found a way to put, put that, if they found a way to work that out, and it ended up being Jay, I would, I would. But I mean, going what, back, to I don't know what that. would be next for Jay after that. But if, if because oh yeah, it would just be it would be a thing transitional. Jay. If Jay, was but going back to that ended. tag match, real quick, like Jay's fucking expressions in that match, especially after like he he was beating him and holding Sammy up in the corner, he's just kind of looking like. I mean, the looks on his fucking face. So, and somebody even said that months ago. Like, he's been the MVP. Jay Uso. Yes, we talk about Sammy and everything, but Jay Uso from the beginning has been the fucking MVP of this. So, I do agree with that. Like, if Jay somehow was the one to dethrone him. Yeah, I'd be fine with that too. Like, if they if they told the right story and got us there, that that would be the way to go. I think, but. Who knows? You know, it, it's 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 going to be interesting. And, and Raw definitely, as you know, as we talked about, wasn't that great of a show, but it definitely left a lot more questions than it did answers. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's just kind of, you know, one of It's a matter things. of let's see what happens tomorrow and yeah. just kind of Without a doubt. day by day. day I am curious day by to see day. what Triple really? H is going to say, like his, his, his you know, him talking. Because he came out at the beginning of Raw and he said, like, this is still my show. Things are going to run the same way. And then, you know, nobody listened to that, and everybody was just like, well, Vince did everything. Vince, you know, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, so, we know why we didn't listen to it, because that wasn't a Triple H show. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem that way, but, I mean, Triple H can book a bad show. You know what I mean? Like, he's not imperfect. I just don't see him fumbling the Raw after Mania. Yeah, well, but the thing is, though, that, you know, people equate the Raw after Mania to having all these big surprises. If you don't have any big surprises. I don't have any big surprises. I just need fucking good show. Like, it was just a bunch of people coming out like, I did this at Mania. I did that Mania. I don't give a fuck because I watched Mania. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, Jake, as of right now, Logan Paul is not under contract, so I don't know if he's going to be allegedly Roman at WrestleMania next year. Allegedly, <laughs> I think he's kayfabe in it because maybe, maybe. when it, when he initially signed, it was a multi year deer deal. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. So, but, so know. like I, I think he's just kayfabe in it. Like kind of like just the knee, trying to the knee injury. He's he's kayfabe in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, where he blew out his entire ACL yeah. and yeah. SLL and Wait, even URL. Seth, even Seth Rollins said like he kind of hinted like he hopes that he stays. Yeah. So. So, and speaking of, of big announcements, we'll just kind of hit on this real quick. First of all, Jay White uh, apparently is all elite, and then a lot of people were like, "Well, yeah. see, now Jay White didn't want to sign with WWE." Listen, if Jay White was that would have been sign, decided before then. that would have been decided a long ass time ago. He was never going to sign with WWE because it's you know, and I tweeted this out: AEW is too easy. He can still keep the Bullet Club gimmick alive. He can be with his friends. Like he went the easy way. He didn't want to have to reinvent himself and and do something that was outside of his comfort zone. Like that's that's my opinion on the situation. Like Jay White, AEW is more his style. Yeah, he he took it. Really is he took the he took the easy road. I I think you know, but but then Tony Khan came out and announced that AEW was going to do another. All in show, the All in two, in London, England at Wembley Stadium. Great, great for them. London is always a hot crowd, but here's the thing I'm worried about: AEW. Their highest drawing show is twenty thousand people. Wembley Stadium holds ninety thousand. They have never yeah, filled. A, but... They have never filled a stadium in the United States where they are primarily at. I don't know but they can fill a stadium even in the that's UK. That's the difference, though. Is the overseas crowds are a lot more like starving for this kind of thing than we are here. Here, it's like, okay, just wait for it to come around. I'll get some cheap tickets if I can. It is what it is. Overseas, they don't get a lot of that. So, like, when something shows up, they fucking show up. Yeah, I, I just hope. And... I, but I, but you know, is their audience big enough for it though? Like, yeah, there's a, there's a vocal online crowd, but they're still not drawing a huge number as far as views go. So I, well, I, guess... I don't. Well, you have to remember, I don't believe the the rating system for dynamite and all of that and raw is i think it's just in the u.s i don't think that gives international well, yeah numbers. they have their own yeah. they have their own rating system i'm just saying i just hope that they know something that we don't that's going to you know i i would hope that they have some data that makes them believe that this is possible I, I would, they have to they would have yeah. to in order now, to granted, this, because they, if, if they, if they, they, can, they, they could Go they could configure configure it off to where like okay they're probably not going to put ninety thousand people in there like they can configure it to where maybe they can get sixty five thousand. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. Su- SummerSlam, which is still big. SummerSlam ninety two was like eighty two thousand. Yeah, but like that's like, but that was the old like. Yeah, they it was had a minimal, the, the little, it was a minimal little, set. You're right, but yeah, even, yeah, it was just a tunnel. So even you can put AEW more set though, I don't know if that's going to block off thirty thousand. Like I feel like that's, no, but I you could. I mean, but you could like seventy seventy five maybe, but. Yeah, but I mean, you could put like rafters and stuff. They could, they, I'm sure they could bring something in to kind of like, yeah, perp it off. it down. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, just, you know, yeah. I guess I just hope that it's going to be filled enough to where it's not going to look bad for them. Because I feel like if they don't pack it, it, it's going to reflect poorly on them. You know, being that this is the like, the, like I feel like they're 
I feel like they're trying to hit a home run with their first pitch, and I and I'm just worried that if they don't, I mean, it, it's, it's very hard. much it's make or break. Yeah, I do agree. It's very much make or break. But I, yeah. I, I have confidence in just the fact that over there they're starving to have anything come and, and their way that they'll 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 fucking show. Up. I hope you're right. And they're gonna put. I think they'll put all the cards on the table. And, you know, I mean, they're always good at pay-per-views. Yeah. And I think and they're going to... nothing else, they'll be like, CM Punk's back. <laughs> I mean... But, I mean, they might pull people from New Japan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, this this person from here is popular in the UK. You know what I mean? Like, if it's somebody like Okada or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, they might have Oka- they might have Osprey versus Omega, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that... Could that, would, that would draw. Yeah. Yeah, especially Will Osprey. They they put the title back on Omega. Yeah. Yeah. And then have him fucking face Osprey there. Like, I feel like that would do. Yeah. And and I'm not trying, like, I'm not trying to talk shit or say that I don't want them to succeed because that's the opposite is true. Like, I I want this to be good for them. I'm just worried that trying to fill a 90,000 seat arena when you've never done anything close to that. Oh man, like that's that's a task. You know what I mean? So that, that's I yeah. guess that's where I I I've just become a little worried about it. That's all. I think so. that's why they're doing that over, like in the UK instead of here in the states. Is they I think they know that like cuz think about it. Um Clash of the Castle fucking sold out real quick. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they know that that crowd and that like audience out there is is starving for it. And that's why they decided to take that yeah. chance there versus taking it here because they knew they couldn't do it here. Yeah. yeah, if they if they if they would have done like say here and like let's say the Superdome, okay, the Superdome could hold like what seventy some thousand, eighty some thousand, like it would end up being a disaster. Like WCW did a Clash of Champions in nineteen eighty nine, and they decided let's do it from the Superdome. Oh my God, we're broadcasting from the Superdome, this big stadium, and guess what? 5,000 people showed it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine tar- tarping off a fucking right. stadium for 5,000 fucking people. Mm-hmm. That's what probably would have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe they would have got 10, 12,000, but 10, 12,000, you know, in a stadium like that's like, you know, pissing in an ant hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. All right, and we, we can get more into other things that happen on AEW, like uh, MJF doing a whole show tune, song and dance number, and things like that. But uh, we are we are past our hour mark, and um, I, I can tell that um, it, everybody's getting a little antsy. So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for today. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to congratulate Michael. So you got nine matches correct between that WrestleMania night one and night two. I got eight. Kevin got six. Uh, so new our new live and worldwide champion 